I had to shake him on my last case, big O don't play. Alright guys, welcome back to another episode of the Musky Hunks Podcast. I'm one of your five hosts this evening, Ryan Reed. We have a special edition of the Musky Hunks Podcast tonight. And this is going to be more or less one of those things that we try to repeat now and again. And we're going to say that this is our, what is this, Owen? Our our fish uh, update Friday. Friday fish tail yeah, Fridays. Friday fish update. I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll put that up to the listeners. We'll see. The, the, the point of this is a condensed episode just to kind of say what, what happened this past weekend. And we're going to get this out as quickly as possible because if we wait until next week, what, like we do with the other podcasts, you know, the information is stale, in my opinion. So we want to try to get this information out there. It's not going to be, you know, in any type of particular format but we all had a pretty interesting weekend this past weekend so we wanted to talk about it and uh update the listeners because a lot of things that we've talked about have kind of played played into successes we had this weekend absolutely before we get into that who do we have on the line here tonight we have mr nick fiesler good evening good evening sir we also have mr tom venata yellow 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 and we have Mr. Owen Seaman, and of course, Big O's Bucktails. Good evening, gentlemen. I uh, I heard it. Waiting grape- on Donnie. Yeah, I was going to say, I heard it through the grapevine that Mr. Swink's running late tonight. He is. Uh, he he will be joining us. So He'll be our when, surprise when, guest. Yeah, when whenever he joins, he will be able to update us, uh, update us on his fishing escapades last weekend because he he had a we all kind of did a lot of separate things, you know, and this is, I think what is interesting about what we're doing here is when we talk during the week, like, or on our podcast, we don't all just go out and fish together. I mean, we, we did fish together, you know, some of us this weekend, but we weren't doing the same things. We weren't, you know, focusing on the same thing. So I think we kind of want to talk about just, I don't know. It's kind of cool to see it kind of unfold in that way, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds good. So uh, where do we want to start here? Do we want to start with Nick since he didn't fish at all? Yeah. Let's start with yeah. Nick's. <laughs> we'll start with the fact fish. that... Oh, you did? Start with the fact that Nick ruined the perfect batting average for the hunks this weekend. Yeah, the hey. sweep. The hunk sweep. The sweep. I was supposed to fish Saturday, and then my fishing partner canceled on me. Oh. Sickness. Got him. So then... Uh, did some work on our boat and got that ready to go on Sunday. Got out on Sunday with my fishing part, like, I don't know, lifetime fishing partner, Captain Erratic, and his son, Ryan, who's, uh, I think, oh boy, four, I believe. Oh, three and man. A half, three or it four. Sounds like bait. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, he's, he's better at fishing already than Tom, so. Nice. Doesn't take got much. Him, we got him trained up, at least on the trolling aspect. So we took him out. We trolled for like an hour and a half and had one on. He got to see it splash behind the boat, but it got off. So nice. He was all okay. excited. He was picking out lures to change out, and we were we were running through them. He was what, all did, what did that What did that fish hook up on? A crane bait, two hundred eight. Ooh. So can I go ahead and say this about this podcast? Are we going to be a little bit more open about what we catch our fish on and whatnot? I'm not, I mean, no one's sure. going to give away, no one's giving away spots, but you know, I don't, are we, we're, are we going to keep secret what we're catching fish on? I don't I'm think not. so. I don't nah. think so. Okay. Nah, I just wanted to kind of clarify I, that. I probably won't tell everyone where I'm at, but I tell you what lures work. That's what, certainly that's what I mean. I, geographically. And I feel like lures work universally pretty much. There's definitely some like niche, you know, selections that work better in one place than another. But if it catches a muskie, it's going to catch a muskie wherever you're at, in my opinion. And that's what I've found true, you know, from Pennsylvania, New York, Georgian Bay, Nipissing. I mean, baits, I've had luck on baits, the same baits in all those places. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you guys, you feel whatever you feel comfortable with it, that's going to help people, you know, and we don't need yeah. to talk like coordinate, you know, coordinates oh. on a lake, but. But yeah, that's so you, one so of my, guys- my biggest thing is, is like, if I can catch a fish here, you know, it might only be like a, 
a 26 incher, but I know that that bait's got, you know, whatever it takes to get a, to get a fish to trigger. So uh, it adds the confidence to run it somewhere else. Tom will talk oh. all about 26 inches here coming up. Oh yeah. Um, That's generous. Actually, I don't even know. Yeah, I don't even know if that generous. was 20. I think that was a 2021. 20, I mean, yeah. Nick, we'll, we'll get generous. to that. Nick, I wanted to talk to you about what you thought about that fish, but so we'll talk about that when we get to me and Tom. <laughs> well, I think is that Nick's yeah, I'm, I'm story up there. there. I don't have much else. Uh, kept a, kept a four year old entertained for two hours and went home for dinner. So that's all, all you can ask for. Sounds like a success. Right. Was amazing. Had him cracking so rods and everything. That's amazing. I love that stuff, man. Nicely done. Why don't we jump to Ryan since he was separate? Since Owen and I were together, yeah, I guess, this yeah, weekend. Ryan did something a little different, I guess, than we did. All right. So my goal was to take Friday off and fish as hard as I could for two days, being that I'm not going to get any more time off for a while. I'm kind of limited to Saturday fishing right now. So you kind of got to make the most of your situations. So I decided to go up and fish. I'm just going to say it. I was at I fished on Friday. Um, I casted with, with Dan, you know, you guys know Dan. Um, we went Dan up the man. It was kind of a weird scenario because I drove up separately on Friday and I was casting some areas on the lake that I felt confident in. Um, and then he kind of met me up there like around one o'clock, something like that. And we jumped on the boat. So we actually, it was kind of fun because Friday was a mix. Like we did a lot of casting and, and Dan and I don't typically cast a lot. So that was a nice change of pace. Uh, just kind of got into some areas that we felt like there were fish and obviously there weren't any fish there on Friday. So we got the goose egg on Friday, uh, more or less, uh, left the lake, like around nine o'clock, nine 30, went and got, got a bite to eat, came back and casted till we couldn't stand anymore. And, uh, that did not pan out well <laughs> for either one of us. So, so you guys went back out on Dan's boat and casted after you guys ate dinner. We had a few spots that uh, are accessible from shore because he didn't. Uh, we thought thought about taking the boat back out, but the way we were feeling, I, I didn't think we were going to make it too much longer. Gotcha. So, you know, when you're trying to fish like that and just trying to get one bite, essentially, like I was just trying to get a fish. Like that's all. I wasn't looking for a monster or anything. I just wanted to get bit one time this weekend just to kind of get out and get knock the, uh, the old cobwebs off. Absolutely. You know, so we we casted as long as we could on friday night and didn't move a single fish didn't see a single fish kind of the weather was i don't know if you guys if you were on the water on friday it, we kind of it was still relatively cold mm -hmm. and it was like it was kind of that cool down right before the warm-up so i wasn't like super confident but going into saturday i felt like we had a shot at at least one fish so we went back out. Uh, we did a bunch of trolling on Saturday. Uh, can't even remember what time it was. Probably at, at some point during the minor. And I was able to get, uh, I got bit on a uh, on a new bait I got at the New York show. Uh, it was uh, an extreme mini. I've heard, uh, you know, the bite so far has been a lot, lot smaller baits as it typically is in the spring. And I was running a bunch of stuff, man. I was running some the mini meatball. I was running the regular meatball. I had mojos out there. You know, nothing was doing. And it was funny because, you know, Vance was in the same, relatively same area we were in. And they were catching fish. So I knew it had to be something that we obviously were doing wrong. Uh, or, you know, maybe just we weren't running our, our baits high enough or whatever the case. But I had, uh, I made some adjustments. And like right after I did that, I, rod goes off so it was kind of a funny thing because uh the fish got hung on the side of the bag i didn't i didn't i haven't shared i don't know if i shared the footage or not but oh no you you showed it to us it's interesting so that was a tot like i give dan a ton of credit on this one because my heart sank because I, I knew it wasn't like a 30 inch fish but i didn't think it was a, a giant fish either but when i saw it i was kind of like that's a decent like start starter fish for me this year and when it got hung on the bag, I kind of was just like, was just like, I don't know. I was, I was felt like I was at a funeral, you <laughs> know, just standing there, like <laughs> staring at the casket and dude, somehow he was able to flip the bag around and dump the fish in the net. And it, it, it's just, 
those things happen when you're on the boat, you know, I've seen that. You you sent that that video to us and I mean, it's like the, uh, every emotion in 30 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. But when you see the fish and you know, it's there, you caught it in the sense that we've all caught enough muskies at this point, like that, if had that been your 50, that's a totally different story. Do you yeah. know what I mean? But the the it comes up to the net. You saw it. You got it on video. Mm-hmm. Um, Pixar didn't happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> shirtless Pixar didn't happen. Yep. Well, on Saturday, I could have taken a shirtless pic because it was like 80 degrees. It was crazy. Yeah. Tom, Tom has I texted the, uh, the, gr- the sunburn to show. To oh, show yeah. It. I texted the group, I think, at what, like two or three o'clock. I was like, let's see those titties, boys. It's shirtless oh, yeah. musky pick season. I'm out here yeah. getting burnt. It was, I was, uh, I stayed in my bibs like virtually all day until I couldn't take it anymore. But, you know, it was like, it was one of those things where I felt like we were in the right area and I felt like we were close to doing something that was going to get us bit. And I I think, you know, looking back on it, I was probably not running my baits high enough. And in that scenario, there's not really that much higher you can go. You know, you're talking basically without giving too much away here, you know, you're talking a couple feet, essentially difference. That's one of those scenarios where I always like get in that like mental debate with myself. Like you figure it's so warm out. It's probably that upper foot of water is, you know, it might be five or five or eight degrees warmer than, you know, below a foot. Mm -hmm. So are they going to be water? What water temps were you seeing there, Rye? Well, it, it sucked because on Saturday we were down South. So the, the water temps were actually, we were seeing like 47, 48, and then it actually got up like later in the day, it got up to 50 degrees, but it was only like 50.1, 50.2, somewhere in there. And then on Saturday, I think we, the highest we marked, I think was like 57, 58. Was that still on the South end? No, it was, it was up North. Okay. So Cause that's what last Saturday up North, it was like 54. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it, you know, it started the day we started at like 49 degrees. And then by the time we hit like four o'clock, I mean, we were, we were marking like 57. So I don't know. It, it obviously doesn't matter because people were catching fish, you know, right. it just, it's just one of those things that maybe like for me, lack of experience I see that giant temperature swing and I immediately feel like a little less confident. <laughs> and, and I know it happens in the spring. You guys have been there. You've seen it, you know, you've dealt with it and you're probably not as little, I guess your confidence is probably higher than mine, but I don't know, man, we got it done. We got one fish in the bag. We fished pretty much all day Saturday till dark, got off the water, got to see, uh, got to see the uh, bass master himself, Mr. Charlie Mueller. At the uh, at the ramp, and bass uh, naster. I thought. Wait, a bag of bass. Bass naster. Uh, I don't know. Whatever he was called recently. <laughs> the ass blaster. <laughs> wow. The, the genitalia <laughs> expert. Uh no, that was cool. Got to hang out with Charlie for a few minutes and uh, spend two days with Dan fishing, and it got me away from work, and we got a fish in the bag. So super pumped about it. Yeah, I didn't. I will say this: We did not break in his new bump board. Failed to uh, to bump that fish on purpose. I just kind of got her, got him back fairly quick. It was, uh, it was a short. I'm very disappointed in you, Ryan. I uh, Dan said it. He's like, he looked at me and he's like, I forgot to hit Mark on the Jeep on the fish finder again. And he's like, and I forgot to tell you to bump it. <laughs> <laughs> but. Big and small, we bump them all, Ryan. Yep, I know, I know, I know, but I, I failed. So it was good. I'm glad we got out. Wish I could have went out Sunday, though, because it seemed like it was a little bit more stable up there. It's always nice to break that seal early in the season. The uh, the one thing, your temperature swing thing that I was thinking about, there's an older, uh, I think, Kevin Goldberg podcast with uh, Fat AZ that I was, it like really, I don't know, stuck out to me in my mind. He talks about this early spring period and like how his like ideal thing is like, if you get three consistent warm days in a row, that third one is when they're, you know, like firing. And that seems to have held true in all the 
you know, date and all the, you know, mm-hmm. testing that I've been able to do. Yeah. It's worked for me in the winter, like more or less like the third consistent weather day. Right. I mean, that's been money pretty much every time I've been able to hit it. So, I mean, he's so, one of the best fishermen in the country, so it's nice to listen to what he says. Oh, yeah. Those podcasts are just filled with gems. So, Ryan, you mentioned that that fish was caught in the minor, right? I think so. I, I want to think I looked at it. I, I can't remember what time we, we bagged that fish. I, I want to say it was like somewhere between 1130 and 12, but I think after Donnie and I kind of compared our apps, that was pretty much like right there in the minor. I could yeah, be it wrong. That, I back. No, it seemed like you did. You were just either right in the minor or just outside of it. And then Donnie, I think, got one in the. It got. I think they. You got two in the minor. Yeah, within. So, I think they were twenty minutes apart. Exactly. Okay, uh, so I don't want to move on to Donnie before Ryan. Is that does that conclude your fishing ex, escapades? Yeah, I mean that's it, man. It was just you know it was it was two days on the water. And we got one fish. So slept in a truck, for, right? I did sleep in my truck. It Good was trip. it was Nothing very that. that's a grinder. It was, it was very uncomfortable because I have so much freaking gear with me at all times. So and it has a has a state trooper ever like come and knocked on the on the window and seen you and Dan steaming it up? Uh <laughs> no, that's never happened. That never will. I, I drove separate just so you guys know. I said, mm-hmm. I really appreciate you saying yeah, that. Likely that, story. Look how red Owen is right now. He is like, <laughs> uh, no, that's never happened. We've never been in trouble, but I, I will say that there are some areas around there that I feel like, you know, nobody bothers you. And I'll be honest with you guys. There's people in and out of there all night long. I mean, literally all night long. That walleye bites going on up there right now. Yeah, big night they're, bite. They're literally like, I, you wouldn't even believe it. Like there was what I felt like probably a hundred people out of the three or four lots that we were around. I've kind of thought about like, maybe, maybe it might be worth it to put a sign up, like sleeping to fish in the morning, you know, so that if, if, if the, if the, if someone did, you know, stop by, they wouldn't knock because I've had a number of cases in my, in my line of work where, you know, troopers cases begin and, and because someone's sleeping in a car, and you know they 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 try to wake you up and i mean obviously when you're when you're fishing you don't have to worry about being intoxicated or something like that but i mean it's certainly if you want to get a good night's rest you don't want to be woken up with flashlights and having to produce id and you know whatever it needs to needs to go, be done go zero to 100 on adrenaline exactly deep sleep right yeah there wasn't a whole lot Anyways. of rem cycle not a, not a single rem cycle on that one Crank the lullaby channel, turn up the heat. And... Yeah. I want to hear what uh, how Donnie Swink did on the water. Uh, I got to bump a couple subs, so that was a lot of fun. Got out, uh, got out with my buddy Kellen. We did some trolling uh, as well, pretty much. Well, we, we actually – so we, we trolled most of the morning, and uh, – we were also testing out his live scope. He it was his first time having that on the water, so we were on his boat, running his live scope and side imaging at the same time with hummingbird. So it was pretty cool to get get that going on and, and kind of play with that a little bit. What were your thoughts on that on on the live scope? Oh, I mean, I've used it a decent bit with with uh, my friend Jesse, honestly. So on, I was. I, my thoughts are it's a great tool. Uh, I kind of was in Kellen's ear a little bit to get it because he has a little more uh, disposable income to throw around than I do. <laughs> he, he was uh, kicking it around, but he ended up, yeah, he pulled the trigger on it. And, uh, I, I think it's, it's a great tool. I don't think I, I personally, if, if you're asking me my personal opinion, I think if you're only going to have, one set of electronics that should be, I think, I think hummingbird side scan is more useful to a musky angler person. Just my personal opinion. Uh, maybe it's because I'm partial to it too, because that's what I've used, but I think it has, it's more versatile and it does, you know, most of the same things, but 
Uh, I think if you could have both, if you're able to run both, uh, LiveScope's an incredible, incredible, you know, counterpart or tool to go alongside with that. It it makes for a pretty, uh, pretty amazing one-two punch, in my opinion. Now, you were running that trolling, weren't you? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So and, you're and watching, where, watching Bates run and... Right. And that's where it's just like, I don't know, you know, I I know guys talk about it, how it can be, excuse me, uh, you know, annoying to see fish that don't bite, but it's still, you know, it's cool to to know that you're in an area where muskies are. And again, it's not that you can't mark them with side imaging the same way, but when you can see a muskie come up and swim behind your bait in real time. Yeah, actually interact. Yeah. Even if you don't catch it like you know it just makes you i don't know it's 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 just pretty cool and i think if nothing else it helps keep you in the game mentally like you know like it's exciting you know it adds a whole new aspect to the fishing it really does Uh, now if you guys are trolling six you know you and kellen you're trolling six baits can you see all six no you are okay so what can you actually see we were able to see two uh, just basically, you know, uh, one side of the boat, not counting the board line. Now I know, <clears throat> excuse me, you know, uh, like my friend, Jesse, he sets up his boat in a way that he can see all three of his baits. Uh, so it can be, uh, you know, one side, but it would be very difficult to see all six. I don't think you could do that, but you can watch one side of your boat. So we, you know, we weren't, completely set up to that point where we could probably figure out a way to see, you know, three baits eventually, but we were just kind of running our normal spread and we could see the two and, you know, that was it, but it was still, you know, we rotated it out and, you know, you can depth curve baits just so quickly and and in a much different fashion, you know, like just on whim, you just put whatever out and you see right where it's at, you know, there's no, I gotta There's schedule no thought my, involved. There's no. I gotta schedule my appointment to to the Bump and Subs Electronics uh, Symposium and get on Donnie <laughs> Swink's Donnie Swink's boat for for a, a full day because I really really struggle with my electronics, man. Especially the, you know the side scan. I struggle seeing. I, I have zero confidence, and so I any any anything I can do to 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 gain confidence with it, I want to this summer. That's a big big thing for me this year. Well, if, and if you want to know the truth, I think, you know, because I, I was never really great with my electronics. I still wouldn't consider myself great with my electronics, but I think that I know a, a hell of a lot more after the last two seasons than I did going into the 2020 season when I, you know, with the Sylvan, I, I casted more, I trolled a little bit, but I, I definitely still predominantly cast it. It was more of the, just a depth finder or a fine bait on a lake. And I didn't use it for much more than that. It really wasn't until I got this boat and fishing with some other people. I, I definitely learned from guys like Charlie and Evan and some of those guys, how they use the side imaging. And I, and, and I knew a little bit about it, but it was honestly fishing with Jesse and him bringing his live scope on my boat and, and things like that, or even being on his boat and seeing his live scope with sonar complemented to it or side imaging. And when you can see these things side by side, like it opened up a whole new world to me in a way that I felt like I could interpret even my hummingbird electronics because of seeing it through live scope, if that makes sense. Like just seeing like, for example, and maybe it's just me and maybe I'm dumb and weird, but when I always drove over bait with, say, 2D sonar and you see a bait ball, you know, a nice bait ball, it doesn't move. You know, it's it's just there. It's at eight feet or whatever, and it's just there. And you drive over it and it looks like it's not moving at all. When you drive over that in lives and you have live scope and you see that in real time you can see these fish dispersed in all different directions it's like wow. they're not just sitting there not moving you know and you're driving over top of them and circling around and going back over them 
And they, in, in a way, I felt like I should have always known that because you would do that and drive back and be like, where's right. all this bait? I know there was bait here. It's mm-hmm. gone. But but it's like until you see it like that, my brain never processed it that way. Like I really thought there was a fish sitting there like in a way and I drove over it and it's probably still right there. It just looked up at you on the way right. by and was like, <laughs> yeah. hey, Donnie. Sup, dude. <laughs> but I, you know, I, I don't know that, and that's where I say, like, being able to use them side by side like that, it, it was just, I think it really, really improved my learning curve on both of them, uh, substantially. You know, I have my friend Jesse to thank for that for sure, because I, you know, I don't have live scope, but he and I would fish together, and he'd bring it on my boat, or sometimes I'd go on his boat and just seeing it and how it worked and watching it with the other ones. Now you just recently picked up, you picked up a Garmin head unit that would run live scope, right? But you have to to buy the additional, all the additional heart, the live scope hardware. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's still, uh, it's, yeah, it's a probably a little ways out because I need, I got a boat cover purchase. that's still ahead of that, but I, I came across a great Mac discount find. Shout out to my buddy Kellen again. Uh, I got a good deal on a Garmin uh, head unit that I couldn't couldn't pass up, so I snatched it up. But I plan on building a, a, a live scope setup here, but probably not probably not this season. In all honesty, maybe maybe if I get a, a, a bonus, I'll have to throw that out. To shout out to my boss Kellen hint, Campbell. Hint. Hint. <laughs> You know, I don't even think he listens to this anyway. <laughs> he doesn't give a shit about us. We need to get Kel- we need a we need a second sponsor. We need Kellen to sponsor us too. Oh, good. Kellen probably listened yeah. for a couple minutes and was like, "Ah, oh, those guys catch small fish." Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, he knows. I've given a lot of money to Mac Discount over the last, like, I'd say, four months. Funny story. I mentioned, uh, well, my, my wife has now made several purchases with Mac discount, but when I first told her about it, she said, wait a second, is that, you know, and she said, you know, something like, is that like an online bidding site? And I was like, yeah, how do you know about that? And she was like, oh my goodness, her one friend, her husband is like addicted to it. (laughs) And, and, and she's like, he's like, he, he buys like, used basketballs and he buys like the, the strangest stuff but he's constantly bidding on mac dot mac dot bid man so shout out to kellen for getting some 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 guy addicted here in monroeville oh. Oh, <laughs> it's wild man there are definitely people like and i mean you can get some great deals for sure but it, it's funny how you know some of these some of our customers like it, they're just yeah, they're bargain shopping for stuff that they do not even need and they don't care like you know it's because it's a bargain it's a, it's a bargain right they need it. yeah it's like i had to buy it it was only three bucks it's like saving money i'm gonna do with it <laughs> <laughs> all right man congratulations i've been to every location except for south carolina <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i've only been to two locations oh wish i could say that <laughs> Ryan and D are like those old couples that tore the cracker barrels all across the country. They're hitting every Mac discount on the Eastern seaboard. I wish she was picture taken outside. Yeah. It's a uh, text message. I need you to run out after work. <laughs> so <laughs> what else do we have with Donnie on this one? Cause we're, we, we want to try to keep this one short. We still have a bunch of stories to hear from Tom and Owen. Oh yeah. Well, we got off on a electronics tangent that we need to probably should table for another day. But uh, so real quick, I'll just say I got the bump two subs, like a 31 and a 33 uh, within 20 minutes of each other uh, doing the same thing Ryan was doing short lining, you know, like five. I was in about five foot of water. Uh, that fish, those fish ate the uh, orange belly prototype, uh, orange belly perch, five inch prototype DK again. Uh, oh, that's that's the same size DK that mm-hmm. Mike Big Fish Mike got uh, got the the big one Magic Mike, ago, right? Yeah, yes. Magic Mike, same size. Uh, so that that baits a fish catcher for sure. But 
yeah, we did that. And then we fished till, uh, you know, that was, that was what we said, like right around like one o'clock we fished for another couple hours. We took a break, went and got lunch and then came out and we cast it all evening and we didn't see a fish. And that was, that was the extent of our day, but. Did you guys so fish? Fun. Were you in the river or were you on a, 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 res, a, 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 a lake? We were on saying a lake. What? Okay. Yeah, we, we were on the same lake as Ryan. <laughs> he already, he already burned that one before Lies. you got on, on here. <laughs> Lies. Sorry. <It's all> right. <laughs> Not a lie. We already disclosed we were all in different locations except me and Owen. <laughs> so we'd be three under the bus there, but we didn't say where. The, uh, I was looking at for Sunday when we were out and we were solidly in the non anything going on fully between minors, majors and everything. When we, we hooked that one. Now, when you, when you hooked up, how confident were you that that was a muskie as opposed to a pike or something like that? hundred percent. No pike in that lake. Oh, okay. And it That'll do it. Yeah. It was probably like a 30-incher right in that. I'm going to say 30 or less. They were smaller than Donnie's. You bombed them? Yeah. I, I did the visual pat-down. <laughs> Ocular pat-down. Uh, Check the rings on them. That's right. Sausage ruler works good for those size yep. fish. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So what, we're going to – I guess we're going to kick yeah. this over to uh, – to tomboy and owen to talk about their their wonderful uh weekend getaway together oh yeah a little mancation absolutely little bro brocation brocation plus kayla they let kayla cook for them <laughs> but really really it was like uh i i hopped on tom's boat for literally three hours and and you know you it, it was happen. not at all yeah it, it was not at all any anything like uh, you know, everyone hanging out or anything like that. Like Tom actually fished all day on Saturday. What time did you yeah. get up there, Tom? So we got up, it was supposed to rain all morning and I figured we, had, there was no point fishing early in the rain. I didn't feel like getting wet that early. So we planned to get up there right when the rain was stopping around like 10 or 11 AM we put in and I went right to the North end thinking it'd be a little warmer. And I had this sweet little Keystone King, uh, crappy foil pattern, like little four or five inch glider that I was pumped to use. Cause I knew those crappy should be like up shallow right now, this time of year, kind of like how we talked about with Camden, like the locations like overlap this time of year. So like right off the bat, I was thinking like, Oh, crappy pattern, like spring crappy pattern. For some reason I was just so confident in it. And within like a few hours of getting on the water on the North end, I did crack one. Um, we're not going to talk about how big it was. We're just going to say, I caught, I caught the first muskie of the year. Uh, size doesn't matter on it. Um, but the way I caught it, it was ridiculous. So I was fishing really hard, like put the boat in and I'm like pedal to the metal. I'm like fishing good. I'm fishing hard, good figure eights, like paying good attention. Then I backlashed and I'm picking a backlash out. The glider's sitting on the bottom and I could feel it like in some weeds. So I literally in the, I got it, I got it on a video. I gave it like two or three pops, like pop, pop, went back to picking out the backlash. And the second I started picking out that backlash again, that fish grabbed it. So I just set into it and reeled the backlash in. And so was it, uh, so did it hit like it, as the, was it, was your bait sitting down oh, that, on yeah. the bottom? Yeah. I mean, I was only like Donnie said, like probably five, six feet of water at the time. But yeah, that glider was like in the bottom, in the weeds on the bottom while I was picking out a backlash and I gave it two pops up off the bottom and it, I was either sitting there looking at it on the bottom, waiting for it to move or I popped it right by it. I have no idea, but it, the second I picked it up off the bottom, it ran the other way with it. I have noticed like muskies just coming up and uh, just like wolfing down the dead. I don't know, yeah. like, winter killed crappies this time of year. Maybe, that, but that that was what I knew bizarre. we were. I knew we were in a good area because I started seeing a lot of dead floating, like bluegill, perch, crappie. I don't know if they were getting hit by muskie and spit out or what was going on, but it was like it, they were just floaters all over the place. I was marking them on the screen. I was seeing dead panfish all over the place. I'm like, yeah, this is the spot. But it, I just didn't get the one I was after. Didn't get one, though. Can we Broke uh, the seal. Broke the we, seal. Can we circle back on this and talk about how big this fish was? 
If you insist. Yes. It, uh, so uh, it was uh, no, this is a good question because I want to know. I would like to know if this was maybe one yeah. of the stocked fish from this year. And well, I would like to know. I, I didn't see it, when they it were wouldn't stocked. have been this Normally, year. Ah, dude, they, when they it's stock little... them, they're like 16 inches when they stock them. These days. I mean, I was there. That fish right. was not more than yeah. 20 inches. But yeah. in fish PA, was... they don't stock them until like June or July. Yeah, See, I thought it was. Stopped, I thought yeah. it was. I thought it was like in spring, like this. So I but, don't know. I mean, but there's a chance that it was like sometimes they have extra fish going into the winter, and they'll do a fall stocking of, I I think they call them like fingerlings or fall fingerlings. Yeah, and this guy was barely think, bigger than a fingerling. <laughs> he was I don't think a year really older than a fingerling. Stocking until after all of their like spawning stuff at the hatcheries basically yeah. done. And this is the this Someone is the should, uh, could we have uh, trap netting and doing spawning different fish and things. And once they Ryan, wrap that up, kind of is when they start the stocking. Will you send that picture to Jared Sayers and just ask him like, how old do you think this fish is? Because I that I'm fascinated by that. Just it seems to be in that class range where it wouldn't fit as being last year's and it doesn't quite fit as being this year so uh, but it would fit in someone's shoe well what it do would. you know <laughs> owen because i know we they do the stocking uh you know by yearly now so did they stock last year or are you due to be stocked this year do you know that a good question. question i don't know that question but while you guys discuss i will see if i can find that an- the answer to that so i want to yeah. so Last year, I was out with Doug, banging bottom, and the last fish we caught during the first day, I want to say that fish was like 23, 24 inches. And I had run what, that. What time of year? Like that, August? Or? It was like August Okay. when I caught it. So I, I took a picture of that fish, and I sent it to Jared, and I said, I just asked him, I said, is there any chance that this fish was one of the fish that I was up for the spawning. Cause it would have been, it would essentially, it would essentially like been spawned and then stocked what the following year. Right. Yes. So it would have been stocked in 2020. Mm -hmm. I caught it in 2021. And after talking to Jared and showing him the picture, he came back and said, that that fish was more than likely one of the fish that I've seen spawned back in 2019. So that so, would kind of line and up. How with, big was it when you caught it? it? it mm-hmm. It's I we didn't I mean we didn't measure it, but it it was about 20 I would say 22 to 24 inches somewhere in there. So that fish was a year old. Now, Owen, to your point though, not all of those fish are 16 inches. You know, a lot of those fish are still 10. 11 12 inches right if you okay. take that if you take that into account and that fish was anywhere near the 20 inch mark it's possible that that fish is a year old yeah or even 18 that's was yeah. my original thinking it was about a year after stock it was like a year after being stocked but that was Which what charlie two years old yeah, Charlie brought that up yeah, to right. me though, because he was he was asking me. He's like, "Do you think they stalked it last year?" And I'm like, well, "I have I have no idea. I'm not hip on the stalking up there." But if they didn't stalk last year, then that's a very interesting fish to me. That's right. one thing that's... that I thought was interesting is like the one time we found a dead one that was you know like that advanced fingerling size, mm-hmm. and just and it was I knew it wasn't like uh, the lake we were in wasn't supposed to be stalked that year so we took a picture of it sent it to jared and he he said that oh yeah we had extras so we dumped mm-hmm. some extra in that lake and it it was right where they stocked like the truck back down or whatever so you know kind of made sense there but so they definitely like add stockings that i don't know that are always listed on the website and stuff as you know i mean if they have surplus they they put them in the lakes. They don't just waste them. Yeah. Donnie, thank you for correcting me there. I should have said two years, not one. Right. <laughs> Darn right. I got you. Thank <laughs> you. I was thinking well, a year. Here. I was thinking a year old after stocking, but I, it didn't sound right. 
So what, you know what? It so doesn't look was... like it. I'm looking for on the website and I'm, I haven't, you know, I'm not very familiar with it. So it doesn't look very easy to, to really find the last stocking of muskies in, in my leg. Uh, oh yeah. We'll figure it out. But anyway, yeah, yeah, that whatever. was, that was like my only action of the morning. And then eventually I linked up with Owen after he was done helping big rich with all the cottage opening up of the year, cutting down trees and, <laughs> doing all the yard work of and came out with me and i mean i I could let him take it from here because we had something really funny happen when he came out with me it was you know it was kind of like an example of i i said on on at least a couple of podcasts earlier that i want to try to make a point of getting on someone's boat if if possible or at least getting out and fishing for a couple of hours if possible because you never know what can happen in just that couple of hours of of being on the water where you might say hey i you know i'm just gonna hang out and i'm gonna have a couple beers instead of going out whatever and to be completely honest when you came out i didn't my confidence was pretty low because other than that little fish i hadn't seen a follow i hadn't really marked a whole lot of interesting i I was pretty bummed and so we picked the you know we picked the spot that we were going to start at that we had kind of discussed earlier that I, I thought may be good. And we, we casted for what, probably two good two hours. Mm-hmm. Cause I, we got on the water maybe at six 30 and I want to say I hooked up with my fish at about eight 30. So we, we'd probably been casting for a good hour and a half to two hours mm-hmm. um, and hadn't seen, seen anything. And, you know, then all of a sudden we're in this one spot. We're both, you know, both casting out away from shore. Um, and, you know, if anyone has seen on Instagram, I, I posted it uh, just a brief clip, but I, I start telling Tom like that, you know, I've never, I don't remember, I don't think I've ever caught a, a, an evening muskie here. And as, as we're talking and we say that, no Boom. sooner did you, you get those words the, out of your mouth, act, yeah, like you like finished that. You see the sentence. rod load up. Yeah, you, you see the rod load up, and, and 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 I'm like, whoop! And Tom's like, is it alive? <laughs> and I didn't want to say anything because I'm like, I'm not so sure it's alive yet. And uh, and sure enough, you see it kicking, and and ended up uh, being a, a fairly easy trip into the net. Tom handled the net uh, extremely well, and it was a the fish didn't really give up a ton of you know didn't go airborne or anything i didn't have a ton Kept of it down uh, well you buried yeah, the rod I mean, right i buried when you hooked it. it i buried it immediately um but yeah man it was just a a great great evening because it was kind of all of the the things i've talked about like i want to get out and fish in the evenings i want to make it a point to get out there and fish i want to make it a point to fish raptors and what am i throwing out there but a raptor and boom you know i got to feel what it feels like to catch a fish on a raptor and that sounds silly but what i mean is you you guys all know what i mean by what it feels like to catch a fish mm-hmm. on a, a, a certain bait is different than a, a, a bucktail is totally different than a, a tube or a, a jerk bait so to feel that and to get that knowledge or that confidence in that to say hey now i know that if i'm working this this bait right and i'm in a spot where where i think there's fish it's coming you know and it just adds that entire that that next level of confidence to it and it wasn't really i didn't really say that in a sense when i said that it wasn't necessarily in the sense that i felt anything particularly fishy like we had talked about on our previous episode it wasn't anything like that it was just kind of hey you know what you know, I, I, I don't think I, I had, but I, I was wrong. I had caught a, an evening muskie about two years before, but anyways, it was a, it was an it was awesome evening to wild. spend on the boat, to, to do the, the stuff that we are talking about right here on the podcast and to watch it work. It was, I've, I, this, that's the, by far the earliest I've caught a, caught a muskie in the year. Cause I don't normally fish early in the spring. So I am off to a rip roaring start in a really good fish for that lake. It it might not be a giant anywhere else, but for that lake, it's a quality, quality fish. Did you guys, did you guys bump that one? We did. We did. How, how big was it? 39, 54. Nice. Wow, dude. 39. And when I, when it hit the net, I thought it was going to be 40, 41. Uh, but I'm glad I didn't very well built 39. 
Yeah, it, I'm glad I didn't like way over overshoot that. And be like, that's a 44. Like, no, it's a 39. <laughs> that's a great fish. I was like, dude. that's a 40. Yeah. I was like, yeah, it was, okay. man. It was a, it was a, it was a really good fish to start the year, and it gives me a lot of confidence. And every time I'm up there now on a Friday evening or a Saturday evening, if I have two hours to get out and fish, that fish is gonna be what makes me go go out in the boat and do it. That's what, and that evening, like the near dusk, like those two hours, I'd take those two hours over mm -hmm. any other four in the oh, day. That's what I said, because when right. Owen says, I've never caught an evening fish like that, I, the, you can hear me in the clip. I'm like, huh? Like, yeah. what? And then that fish, like I've, I've had it before where I'm like, oh, I'm not getting any hits. And then like three casts later, you get a fish. But that fish freaking punctuated his sentence when he was like, I never got an evening muskie bang that fish it was, like me, heard him and it was i have was weird crazy. i sent you guys the youtube video of me up in canada from like 2018 or something when i'm in mid mid retrieve and i i'm talking to myself and i say i'm gonna get a fish here and boom i a fish hits my bucktail like, weird as man. i'm up to saying, some weird shit it's over crazy. there so yeah, what oh, go ahead, go ahead. no god I, I was just gonna say those after work specials are well worth the time for I mean, weight can be hugely productive. I would Absolutely. think. And so anyone, anyone that wants to, wants to do an after work special, I am all for it. I would think, especially where you're fishing, Owen. I mean, I just feel like, you know, that clear water, like those low light conditions would be even more, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know, helpful, I guess, than possibly you know a dirty reservoir or a river and the the lake is so busy during the summer i am you almost have no chance of fishing it other than those you know early morning late evening types of situations so you know i know the fish aren't feeding unless they're feeding very very deep they're not feeding during the summer you know on the surface at, at this little lake so I think they Good might, Nick. you know, activate after that boat traffic dies down in the evenings. Right. That, you know, I mean, I think that might be part of why you that, can watch it happen. It just, you can start seeing the panfish come to life and yep. the whole lake come to life when the boat traffic dies off. In that lake, Tom, we should have gone out and fished Sunday morning just we because should've. you should see how alive that lake is. That was my only mornings, regret. Man. That was my like, only regret from the weekend was not getting my ass out of bed and going early that morning. You and we were both awake. We were. Like, <laughs> we're both awake, and like it's at six fifteen, and and it was kind of like, uh. It was like, do you want to go? Do you want to go? Yeah. yeah. All right, I'll see you in a couple hours. I had to do jail visits at nine. <laughs> at eight, I thought it was at eight thirty. Had had I known it wasn't going to be until nine thirty, I would have gone out. But you know, anyway. I was just I was real content with our day before, man. I was we had a good day, good night around the campfire with Big Rich and your sister, and I was like, yep, that was cool. I was like, if I get to fish a little Sunday, cool, then. I wasn't as anxious Sunday morning as I was Saturday. Yeah. So yeah, it was a great weekend to kind of get to knock the, knock the dust off and put some fish in the boat. You know, and there's nothing better than starting, starting your year off with fish, whatever size musky you know, on your first outing out there. So <laughs> for all of us, you know, I don't know. Nick didn't boat but one, Nick. but he at least saw one, saw one jump. And, uh, and the rest of us put put a couple in the boat. So what we've learned from this little fishy Friday, whatever we're going to call it, I can't seem to get this thing right, is that Nick can catch muskies on any bait on any lake. I feel like that's during any any moon phase, or any moon lack phase, of. given the big, amount of time. Big on baits the in the spring is what you want. There you big go. Eight inches. I so, agree, Nick. I was running the meatloaf on Saturday. Right. That's uh, the meatloaf should always be in the water. Five foot of water, tickling cribs. And if it's not a Shaw's meatloaf, it. just throw an actual meatloaf in the water. Oh well, that's what I was running on the other side because I can only afford one meatloaf. Balance them out. <laughs> I haven't. It's the other I, one I had the wife cook the day before. <laughs> wow. So I did, just so you guys know, Dan and I actually wrestled a crib to get three baits back. Oh boy, all, all three. Two were on all his three side. of them yours? No. Two were on two on his <laughs> side and my mini meatball. And I was literally we pulled I, I hit it with the uh 
with oh wait his, wait his... you buried three of your yeah. your own lines into this crib you didn't get a, a bonus bait no i oh, was dude, holding right? the crib dude i had the crib in my hand over the side of the boat while dan pulled the baits off of it it was, was it, unbelievable was it covered in any of those great like oh slime it was disgusting it was nasty the there was not a single bait on that thing it was like a it was literally you caught a new one then it i don't know how long it was down there for but it was it had us all jacked up man it was brutal we got all three baits with it i i was a little preoccupied trying to deal with the the wind in the knocker and everything else going on at the time <laughs> holding the freaking screaming at you holding just... the crib <laughs> so I thought, we all... i thought i had the juggernaut of northwest pa on one time and then and then i realized it was a crib and then my rod snapped in half Oh, okay. <laughs> nice oh yeah so we learned that nick can catch fish on any bait we learned that donnie's still bumping subs but also dk's are apparently as good as advertised yeah yeah i already knew that but you want to bump a sub uh, they catch man they catch they also they catch. catch 50s <laughs> and uh tom Sainted. got it tom got it done even though he wears crocs even though you could slide my fish into my lake, wouldn't take it home <laughs> down in one of the slots. McMuskie nugget. Mm. And uh, Owen, what did we learn from you? Get on the lake and cast. Absolutely. Just get out there, get out there and do it. And uh, you never know when it's going to happen. It's when you're least expecting it. Just get out and do it. Burn whatever weird incense Owen burns. Cause it gives you superpowers to speak to the muskie. Hashtag Raptors confidence bait it, i'm not sure it's incense mm-hmm. oh boy all right we need to wrap this one up we need to keep these short all right let's so wrap it up we're gonna wrap this one up special thanks to uh, owen and big o's bucktails congratulations see boys see you guys on the water yes see sir there. see you bye bye i had to shake them on my last case big o don't play oh,